show. Welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris Comedy Advice to Fix Your Life. I'm your host, Chris. Joined in the studio today by the one, the only, the solo, the uno, the once upon a time best friend in the whole wide world, our audio engineer, producer, extraordinaire, Mr. Mike is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Michael. <clears throat> hey, what's up? What's up indeed? Thank you, Mike. We also have our current best friend in the whole wide world standing in the corner on standby whenever we need him. He is always there for us. Very reliable uh, young man he is. Uh, Dell. Watch let the folks at home know you are real. I'm definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much, Dell. You guys might know me, Chris, mostly from this podcast at this point. This is episode 102, Dalmatians. We've been doing this a while, but I'm also on the YouTubes. I'm on Chris vs. the World. I'm on Laser Lemming. Those are YouTube channels. You can look me up. I'm a real person. I'm a real person. You might also know me as an employee in Southern California. Who knows? I'm there. I'm there. That's my point. My point is also uh, that this show is available anywhere podcasts are sold for free. You should subscribe. I think you should, personally. I, I do have some some bias. I will be clear about that. I, I like to be upfront about that. But yeah, we're anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere. We're everywhere. We're on our own website, upandloaded.com. That's U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D dot com. Go ahead and download us, stream us, whatever. Share us. We're trying to get 8 billion people listening. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's a lot easier to get 8 billion people listening to the show if you share the show. If it's a secret, I mean, it's cool. Wow, this is a, this is a cool secret that, that only I know about. Great. But I want the secret to be out. I want everybody to know about the show so that they can listen to the show. Now, granted, as soon as we hit 1 billion listeners... I understand that I'm going to be in some deep shit, right? I get that. I get that because that's probably, what, five times as many listeners as Rogan? Maybe I'm, I'm exaggerating. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And a lot of people are just freaking psychopaths. So just having somebody know you exist puts a big target on your back but we already said we need eight billion people listening to the show and you can't you can't undo that i said it you know i said it so i need eight billion people listening to the show before i die please by the way uh don't kill me i have to say that at least once every quarter my wife hates when i bring it up but yeah don't kill me don't kill me anyway we have a great show for y'all this week we're gonna be talking about uh, unqualified tutors <clears throat> spoiler it's me. We're also going to talk about uh, the return of Dexter on Showtime. We're going to talk about a new Cleopatra movie starring Gal Gadot, directed by Miss Patty Jenkins. The iPhone Dozen, the Dirty Dozen, the iPhone 12. We're going to play some awesome voicemails. We're going to answer some listener questions. A whole lot more. It's going to be a fun show, so buckle up, Buttercup. Buckle up. I'm recording this episode well after 10 p.m. on a Thursday. And the later I record an episode, the worse I foresee my morning going. Didn't used to be the case. But I got a kid now. I got a kid now. My son is he's uh look he's staring down the barrel of seven months old next next week. Sometime next week. End of next week I think. Yeah. And so when you have a, a youngin like that, a real youngin it's different. 
you know if 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 i wasn't a father look at me a father wow who would have thought if i wasn't a father that would be no sweat no sweat my pet as uh, mr stephen q urkel would say but i am i am so you get up earlier you get up more often as well and so you inhale more caffeine what did people do before caffeine did they just did they just do some kind of uh, equivalent to cocaine or uh or some kind of amphetamine meth meth kind of wires you right that's i don't know that that was the impression i got in at least a couple episodes of breaking bad you know i i i digress i i plead the digress your honor mike del you guys catch the uh, second presidential debate this week they they canceled it they said uh mr mr president trump you you got covid dude you got covid we we really uh we really screwed the pooch last time we let you on stage without a test we just assumed that you had taken it like you said you did so uh we're not going to make that mistake again you should be at home you know eating chicken noodle soup and watching hannity and uh tucker carlson so they canceled it but now uh trump and his people are saying hey look Dude doesn't have COVID anymore, right? He doesn't. He's clean. He's actually, not only does he not have COVID, he is immune to COVID now. So there you go, media. Trump said he's fine. Can't get it anymore. Case closed. Trump would never tell a lie. Actually, to be fair, he does seem to be doing quite a bit better right now. Quite a bit. I know that a lot of people were just like, as soon as the news broke out, they were rooting for this guy to die. I've never seen people just hoping somebody would die in my generation more than Trump. I'm sure I'm sure Hitler had him beat back in the day. But in my lifetime, I've never seen somebody uh, more wished for death than Trump when they announced he had COVID or when he announced he had COVID. But as, uh, as the week week or is this the second week now as the weeks went on you could just slowly start to see them give up hope <laughs> give up hope that he would he would die and it turns out you know being president of the united states of america that gets you access to some pretty damn good health care you know you, you you don't have to wait so many people in america i can't speak for other countries but in america in particular like we're so we're doing so poorly handling covid that we don't really treat you until you are in your death throes until you're like really screwed until you need the ventilator essentially until then we say go home go home don't talk to anybody don't touch anybody and just uh sit in your room for the next 2 weeks but uh, being president you don't have to wait for that they're going to give you the drugs right away. They're going to give you the experimental drugs right away. They're not going to charge you a dime. It's great. It's great being president. And uh, actually, Chris Christie, he got it too. And right before the show started, I just saw the headline. So this is uh, tales from my ass as far as I'm concerned. But he pretty much said, he, he pretty much did what a lot of people wanted Trump to do, which was apologize. I don't think he said the words, I'm sorry, just going by this headline. But he said, I was wrong. And again, this is allegedly, this is Chris 
reading a notification headline on his phone right before he's starting an episode. But he's like, yo, uh, wear the mask. He was in, I think, an IC, in the ICU for seven days. And again, he's a big shot politician as well. And he's uh, in worse shape than Trump. He's younger than Trump, but uh, size-wise, he is uh, not doing... He's not, he's not the prime healthy candidate to uh, beat COVID. So it's no wonder he was in the ICU for seven days. And again, he's not the president. So he's got a... He's got he's still he's still probably playing a little bit of slow ball, you know. He still has that special celebrity treatment, like oh, that's Chris Christie's room. We gotta we gotta do this right. But he's not the president, not the president. Anyway, it's too bad we didn't get the the second presidential debate that was supposed to happen on Thursday. It was going to be a town town hall debate with questions from the audience. Instead, what we got was two different town halls. This was the whole thing. ABC said, look, uh, we're doing a town hall with uh, Vice President Biden, 5 o'clock Pacific time, 8 o'clock Eastern time, on uh, ABC. Be there, be square. And Trump is like, you know what? Screw that. Screw that. I'm not going to let Biden out. Trump me. So he's like, I'm doing a town hall at 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And NBC was like, okay, cool. We'll, we'll run that at the same time. We'll do it. And all these celebrities were all pissed off. Like, how could you? How dare you? How dare you take the spotlight off of uh, Mr. Uh, Joseph Biden Jr.? So the celebrities were mad. A lot of people were mad uh, at NBC. And it all comes down to ratings, essentially. Because Trump, you never heard a president that cares more about ratings than Donald J. Trumpet. And this is just anecdotal, but I had a, a stream. At least I, I didn't get to see the full town halls of either one because I had to uh, do other things, make dinner after I got off of work. And, you know, just do things. I'm, I'm a busy guy. But I did see about the first hour or so of uh, each one. And I had them just streaming at the same time on YouTube in two different tabs, two different windows just right next to each other. And I got to see the concurrent uh, viewers on each one. And the Biden stream was winning uh, big time, big time. At first, you know, it looked like Trump might have been able to catch up. But uh, by the end of it, Biden was like, well over 100,000 more viewers than Trump. And again, this is just on YouTube. I don't know about the boomer demographic because the boomer demographic is probably the more sizable viewership of these things. And they are no doubt, uh, no doubt watching this thing on cable news, right? They're watching it on their televisions. I was going to say television, like uh, Kevin James, but... Uh, that, that is neither here nor there. I'm really rambling at this point. Point is, that's what we got. That's what we got. I get to see the whole thing. But it was interesting. It was interesting because I'm not a fan of either one of these guys, but I was hooked by both of them. So what I would do is I would mute one and listen to the other, and they would go to commercials at different times usually. And they were both getting questions from the audience. And uh, Trump got some 
he got at least one very sycophantic woman that was just like all up on his ass. She said, "You have the best smile. You have just a beautiful, handsome smile." And he he would like when he when he heard he had the best smile, he would just really turn that shit on. He's like, "Yeah, check this smile out." I'm like, "Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Look at this smile." And uh, Biden was answering questions about like he he had this uh, this black guy say like he called him out for saying like. Well, what did Biden say? He said, uh, if you if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. He called him out on that. And Biden gave a very standard political answer and blah, 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 blah. But it was more, his answers were more coherent than Trump's, to be fair. Trump just goes off. And he just, does, he, he's a one note guy. Like he, he just kind of like, you know, you know the beats he's going to hit. And when he's asked questions or confronted about something, he just like points towards China or he points towards whatever. You know what? I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Point is, point is, uh, that's what we got instead of a debate. A debate would have been better. I'd say that. A debate would have been better. And actually, you know what? Before I move on, you know what? Why not? Why not make this episode longer? Before I move on, the uh, big news today was that YouTube is officially starting to uh, ban and shut down these QAnon accounts on YouTube. And there's speculation that the only reason they're doing that is because of polling. Polling that suggests that Biden is definitely going to win in, in what was it, 20 days? A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks from now, November 3rd. Polling is suggesting that Biden is going to win. So the uh, theory here is that YouTube is like, they're, they're, they're licking their finger and sticking it up to the political wind. They're like, okay, well, uh, since Biden is going to win... We better appease these people before they come after us, right? We don't want a Biden, a Biden administration trying to regulate us. We want we want to be able to say, "See, look look what we did! Look at what we did! We stopped the QAnon people two weeks before the election." Anyway, those are the impressions right from my rear end. Uh, let's move on. It's just the tip. Of the week. When I was in middle school, just kidding. Uh, this is not going to be another middle school story, and this isn't going to be a political story. We're going to take a step back from the politics for a sec, right? This is this is a story about teaching middle schoolers, not not being in middle school. Teaching middle school, actually tutoring middle schoolers. I graduated from college in the year 2011 AD when the recession was was very strong still so finding good work was very tough even when you had a background in working which I did I had already had several jobs which is really what employers actually care about they care very much less about your uh, education at the top of the the resume you know depending on the job but they care more about your experience because at the end of the day, that's what matters to them, that you can actually do the job. So 2011 was not a great time to graduate, and I applied for pretty much everything. Eventually, you know, I would get, I have so many stories about this, but eventually I got a, a, an interview with a tutoring company. I can't even remember the name of them at the moment. But they got their funding from the No Child Left Behind Act, which was a product of the Bush administration. After that, you know, Obama had uh, 
whatever it is, common. What, what do they call it in the Obama administration? The, it, but they have the whole. You know, it doesn't matter. No Child Left Behind Act was uh, what gave us the funding. Anyway, I interview with this chick, and she's, you know, about my age, like mid-20s, maybe a little younger, maybe a little older, I can't remember, but, you know, 20s. She's asking me questions about my experiences teaching kids, and at this point, you know, I hate everything. I hate everything. I'm really jaded. I, I've had a terrible, terrible experience since graduating. Terrible experiences uh, looking for work. And, you know, these interviews just never produce anything fruitful. I, I dress up, I go out, make an ass of myself, I, I prepare, I study, blah, 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 get nothing out of it. And it's not like I'm a bad interviewer. I actually do pretty good. At least I think so. So what I'm saying is to her, like, I'm saying, like, shit, I don't know. Kids are kind of dumb, right? They're, they're just kids. They're just kids, right? Like I said, I'm, I'm very jaded at this point. So the interview, it starts winding down, and she says to me, you know what? I think you would be really good at this. And I'm thinking, you do? <laughs> I, I, what? I, I don't think I'd be good at this, but she says, I think you'd be really good at this. We don't have a lot of male tutors, and you look like you could yell at these kids. You're hired. So... I was suddenly Chris, the tutor. And I've, I've never had any interest. Never had any interest. Me being at an interview for, for tutoring children was an act of desperation. But here I am. This chick thinks I'd be good at it. So I'm the tutor. Anyway, it was a long process. Fast forward at least like two months, at least. Took forever. But I finally get to start the job. And I'm going to tell you, being a tutor, at least in Southern California, it sucks. It sucks. You only get paid for the, the time that you've, you're logged with the kids. So you have to do prep work, right? You have to go to the office and find, like, a sheets of like instructions and uh what, what do they call it like this is how unqualified I, I i hope i hope i'm coming across as very unqualified because that's what i was <laughs> you go and you get the see i can't remember i can't even think of the name the lesson plans there you go not even the lesson plans the lessons the you know the things telling you what you need to do like the exercises we'll say that i'd go just kind of like uh, rummage through files saying, oh yeah, uh, this would be good for a second grader. This would be good for a sixth grader. But I wasn't getting paid for that. I wasn't getting paid to do that. That was my first taste of it because I have relatives that are teachers. And that's something I've learned from them is that there's a lot of unpaid time. And there's so much bitching and whining about teachers. Like, oh, my, the teacher doesn't do this. The teacher doesn't do... You know what? You do it. You do it. I mean, a lot of you, you little shitbirds have to do it now because of COVID. But, I, and I hope a lot of you are understanding now that being a teacher isn't just some cushy-ass job. And I wasn't even a teacher. I was a tutor. So I was getting paid less than a teacher. <laughs> less than a teacher. None of the benefits. Great gig. So, 
Yeah, uh, like I said, I was only getting paid for the the time that I logged with the kids. So like, hey, uh, kids showed up at 4 p.m. or 4:02 p.m. and we were done at 5:15. Whatever. That's an hour and 15 minutes of uh, of of work with these kids. I get paid whatever, whatever. And because I had a degree, I actually got paid uh, more. That was one of the advantages of having a degree. It gave me a few extra bucks an hour. But it still wasn't shit. It wasn't shit still. Because even if even if I'm getting paid more than minimum wage, if you're only working a few hours in a day, and then in a week you're working maybe, I don't know, 5 to 15 hours. And 15, like, let's be real. That wasn't happening. That wasn't happening. So I wasn't making shit. I wasn't making anything. It was terrible. I should have had a second, third job, which, by the way, I've done. I've done that, too. That's a, another story for another day. Anyway, <laughs> you only get paid. My point is you only get paid when you are there and you are yelling at the kids. By the way, uh, the, the girl that hired me, she was right. She was right. I'm going to be fair. She was completely right. I was constantly yelling at those little shits. Go wash your hands. Go wash your hands. Come here. Come here and go wash your hands. This was pre-COVID. This dated, this predated COVID by almost 10 years. Right? I don't know. know, Eight years, whatever. But I was ahead of my time. These kids, they're always sticking their fingers in their noses and their mouths. And and, uh, you're trying to give them a pencil because they don't have a pencil. You know, they don't have they don't have any of the necessities or they don't know where to look or whatever like I'm not a babysitter I'm not a babysitter I, I think when she hired me she could see the lack of patience in my soul just through my eyes she could see like oh yeah that guy doesn't have the patience to deal with this we need that we need that lack of patience so she was right I, I was constantly like boom 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 do it do it and what I didn't mention was that I was paired with another tutor. This chick, uh, I don't know, she was maybe my age or so. And she did not yell at the kids. She had no kind of authority. She just kind of let her her little group of kids do whatever they want, run circles around her. And here I am just trying to educate with authority. Authority. So she let him walk all over her. But uh, as as bad as the, the younger kids were, I would say that the, the middle schoolers kind of sucked worse because usually they didn't even show up, which meant that I did not get paid to be there. I would drive my ass all the way to Fontana or Rialto just for these little f- uh, kids, just for these little kids to blow off this education session that I had planned for them. You know, you never knew who you were going to tutor. A few times I'd get sent to like this random ass house in uh, Rialto. If you don't know, Rialto is a, it's pretty much Bel Air. So I'd get sent to Rialto and there'd be a bunch of of, uh, upstanding essays just posted outside of the, on, on the lawn and I'd roll up in my 94 Corolla because I was also balling like them. 
you know, close the door, hit the beeper, walk on, on, on over uh, to the lawn. I'd be like, what's up? Is uh, Jeremy home? We got, we got to cover some algebra problems today. <laughs> By the way, I, I, I always sucked at math. Oh, I, I wasn't good at math in, in, uh, in school. All the way up through college. I wasn't good at math. But suddenly, you know, I was spending 50% of my time teaching or tutoring. Just trying to, to teach math to children. Much like myself, you know. And being a tutor actually helped me get better at the math. So eventually, I started uh, tutoring exclusively to these three kids at the local library in Rialto. And one of them, like, I think they were all related. Or, like, I think like one was a cousin with the other one. Anyway, the cousin, he didn't try at all. He didn't try at all. He just played his Xbox 360 all the time. Any any and every moment he had free, he'd be playing Xbox. And I eventually broke because I was just constantly watching this kid just being like he, he didn't try. He didn't try. And I'm just like it's like talking to a rubber band. It's just bouncing off of him. And you know you're just wasting both of your times. So I eventually broke. And I said, yo, yo, dude, do you have any ambition at all? Do you have anything you want to be when you grow up, because I, I would just keep picturing it. I kept picturing it. Like, this kid is going to serve me French fries when he grows up, and he's going to, he's going to forget something. He's going to forget the ketchup. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to do it poorly. So I was like, yeah, what do you want to actually do with your life? And he said that, uh, I don't know. I want to make video games. You know, he's playing Xbox all day, so he wants to make video games. That's great. You know, that's great. Except there's usually a lot of math involved in making video games. So, you know, the drive to do anything, anything other than just play the games. And this kid did not have it. He didn't have any drive. So, actually, one time, I had to teach this kid at his house. Because the library was closed for some reason or another. It might have been a holiday. And his mom... His mom literally let him play the Xbox like half the time he was there. Like I had to wait to tutor this kid. So at the end of our teaching sessions, it was like a three-month thing. Like a quarter or whatever. The, at the end of it, the kids would all take a test to see how much they've improved. And it was him and his two cousins. This kid, he finishes his test in like five minutes, maybe less. I said, bro, you're done? Like already? Are you sure? He's like, yeah, no doubt, bro. I got this. And the other thing is I mentioned... That I keep talking about math, but we did a lot of reading exercises too, and this kid just couldn't read. Like he was a seventh grader, but he was reading at maybe a, a, a second grade level. So he he wasn't doing well. So like, yeah, man, I got this, I got this. And you know what? You know what happened? That kid aced the test. 
he proved me completely wrong. It turns out you could just fuck off with no ambition whatsoever and just get whatever you want in life. No, wait, 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 wait. Actually, he completely tanked the test and his mom was pissed at me that he didn't improve after three months of tutoring and, you know, playing Xbox and just thinking about playing Xbox. So this week's tip of the week is to do better. Just try. Just try. That was the most irritating thing about this with me is that he didn't try. I would I would have never talked about this if this kid actually tried. But I've talked about him a lot in my life since doing this tutoring exercise. He was always ready to give up and just move on. And by move on, it meant go home and play Minecraft. Whatever he was doing. So that's it. Just try. Just try. And if you were ever in the position to hire a guy because he might yell at your students, go for it. Go for it. I was not the guy for the job. I'll say that. I wasn't the guy for the job. You were right that I would yell, but I was not the guy for the job. But I really did need a win that day. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. I needed that. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call video game corner. Hi, Chris. Let's talk about movies this week. Again, Dell? Again? That would mean that we used our video game corner time to talk about movies for three weeks in a row. But the problem is, you're right, Dell. There just is not a lot of interesting video game news this week. Do you remember Donkey Kong Country? Yeah, yeah, I remember Donkey Kong Country, but you literally just suggested that we talk about movies this week instead of video games. And I I don't think any interesting Donkey Kong Country news happened this week, so we're gonna we're gonna breeze past that this week. You know what did happen though? Showtime announced that Dexter is coming back for ten more episodes. Mike, Dell? You guys ever watch Dexter on Showtime? Showtime or Netflix or wherever it's been streaming. The The first four seasons of Dexter are legitimately good. Some of them even great. The fifth season was... It was hit and miss. Hit, hit and miss. And then after that, it just slowly became more and more and more of a television dumpster fire. The last season in particular, season eight, it was terrible. It was just it was just terrible. And hey, actually, there's another season eight that was terrible, which was uh, Game of Thrones. I don't want to spoil that. I'm not going to actually go into details of why Game of Thrones was terrible because that was uh, relatively recent. I just wanted to uh, make it clear that season eight seems to be a cursed season as of uh, this news piece that we're doing. Whew. Anyway, uh... Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of uh, the last six, seven, eight, three to four seasons. Shit, like half of Dexter I wasn't a fan of. And the first half is really good. I'm not going to lie. The first half is really good. And it just, you know what? I want to say just watch it to find out, but don't. Don't waste your time. Watch the first four seasons. And the, the thing about it is that the fourth season ends on such this crazy-ass cliffhanger. It's not a cliffhanger, but it ends in such this way, this painful way, that you want to you keep watching. 
and then you do, and then the dis disappointment just really sets in. Point is, the last the last season was really terrible. The last episode was really terrible, and every single person that saw that last episode absolutely hated it. Every person. I have yet to meet a person that was like, oh yeah, you see the last season of Dexter? That was good shit. Nobody. Nobody. I hated it. I don't know if I've made that clear, but I'm one of those people. I hated it. But Dexter is coming back, actually with the showrunner that was in charge of the first four seasons. From what I've read, we had the, the same showrunner for the first four seasons. After that, in season five, there was this other guy, and then he left. And then for the last three seasons, it was another guy. And it just slowly got worse. Worse and worse and worse. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll they'll end the show on a better note than they ended it before. If you haven't seen the show, this story kind of spoils the fact that Dexter didn't die in the show because they're hey, we're bringing Dexter back. New episodes of Dexter. So that alone kind of says, hey, he, he didn't die. But I remember reading that that was Showtime's fault. The, the producers at Showtime, the, the writers wanted to kill him off. But Showtime said, <laughs> no, no, you're not going to kill our cash cow. And that's presumably so that they could do this. They could make a ninth season eight years later. So they're going to do it, and hopefully they actually redeem their asses. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm hesitant to even want to give them a shot, but I do want to see this show end on a better note. In other uh, non-Donkey Kong news, people are mad that uh, Paramount Pictures has cast Gal Gadot as Cleopatra. Cleopatra coming at you. Actually, I uh, saw Devin, our listener Devin, alluded to this on Twitter, and that has been the rabbit hole I've dived down down uh, today. Do you guys remember Cleopatra, the, the group? No? I, I, I didn't even remember that they were British. And then they, I, what I, here's what I really didn't know. It was a, just to be clear, if you guys weren't born when I was born or, or listening to music when I was, uh, I mean, I still listen to music. You know what I'm saying? If, if you weren't paying attention to the zeitgeist of the late 90s, Cleopatra was a group of uh, three girls. Three girls, and apparently they were British. They sang that song, Cleopatra, coming at ya. Why are we talking about that? I don't know. I don't know. Point is, Paramount Pictures has cast Gal Gadot as Cleopatra instead of the chick from my big, fat, Greek wedding because, you know, Cleopatra was Greek, mostly, apparently, according to, according to the Googles. So they're saying that Hollywood is whitewashing history again. And I thought, you know, maybe maybe they would be more upset that they cast Cleopatra with somebody that can't act. Now, to be clear, I saw Wonder Woman. I saw Justice League. And my impressions here are that Gal Gadot is just one of the luckiest people alive. She is a huge movie star, and she's also kind of a bad actor. Actually, that's mean. That's mean. What if I get the chance to interview Gal Gadot, and she hears this episode? Hey, Mike, 
Uh, please delete everything I just said in the last two minutes or so. Gal Gadot is an amazing actress. And maybe she shouldn't be Cleopatra. I don't know. Maybe she should be replaced by literally anyone else. Anyone. So uh, that's your uh, video game news. I feel like something video game related did happen and I totally forgot. Oh, uh, the PS5 uh, user interface, the UI got revealed on Thursday in like an 11 minute video on YouTube. Actually, it looks pretty cool. I'm not going to go into uh, audio details on something that is very visual, but they, just to give a quick brief summary, they did just show off some cool features like uh, everything is just integrated. The store is no longer a separate app. It's just kind of built into it, which is great for just tracking you and uh, following you via algorithms. One of the coolest features I saw was that uh, they are making use of the mic that's built into the controller. The the main thing being audio dictation. So if you're typing a message to somebody, you don't that that that's what's terrible about sending a message via. Uh, PlayStation 4 or Xbox or Switch. I would say Switch, but they don't even have a messaging feature. But via controller, you can, you know you can tweet something or uh, post through Facebook on the Switch. And typing a message on a controller is just balls. You have to move either the analog stick or the D-pad letter to letter to letter, and it sucks. It sucks. It just takes forever. And so now you have audio dictation, which is just talking into the microphone and saying, hey, I think you should join my party. I think blah, 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 blah. Vote for this person. Actually, I get so much crazy spam on the PS4. It's not even funny. Well, you know, I don't need to go down that rabbit hole. I, I was going to say point is, but I don't even have a point. I don't remember where I'm going with this at all. Oh, it was the PS5 user interface. It looks cool. It looks kind of cool. Uh, they did have some interesting features that are able to... It, it's really good. If, I think it's really good for trophy hunters, which I'm not. But if, if you're really, like, obsessive with uh, collecting everything, getting everything done, uh, checking off boxes, this is for you. This is for you. So I suggest you watch the video because I'm not going to do a great job explaining it to you. I just thought I should explain that it's a thing. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. We have a our first voicemail here uh, is from uh, Mr. Kolos Dolos. Why don't we go ahead and uh, give that a play? Hello, Chris. This is Kolos Dolos, and I listened to your podcast, and I was just like, why was I not asked a question? It's very hurtful. I, I come to you for love advice and finding me a woman, hmm. and yet you couldn't find the time to even ask me, Kolos Dolos, a question? What is that? What is that? Like, I expect those things from Michael and Dell, right. but That's not right. you. But anyway, I was doing some more thinking, and after listening to your how you describe Kamala, I, I was thinking perhaps she is the love of my life, not not Amy or Anne or or even Champagne. I was thinking perhaps we could find a way that Kamala could become my woman because I love a woman who has no morals or or a compass, mm. a moral compass of any kind, and she flows with the wind. That is, that is how I am. I, I I change with the wind, and I believe we could change together and flow with the mm. wind, and perhaps being married to me, it would only bring her value up. So if you could somehow get me in contact with Miss Harris, I, I would love to be the love of her life today. 
Maybe not next week, but right now, I, I think it would be good. Wow. Uh, first of all, thank you, Kolos, for that voicemail. From the bottom of me corazón, from the bottom of my heart, I, I want to apologize to you, Kolos. I want to apologize for ever hiring Mike. See, last week we actually did ask you a question, but I think Mike is, uh, he, I think he's still salty about all those vague death threats, so I'm pretty sure he cut my question to you out of the shop. And you know, death threats are not. You deserve better than that, Mr. Colos. So, Mike will not be getting paid this week. You don't pay me, ever. As far as Kamala Harris goes, I think you're right, Colos. Amber or Amy or whatever her name is. She wasn't the girl for you. Champagne. She was not the girl for you. Kamala is the woman you need right now. You know, she does have a husband. But he might be looking for somebody to offload her onto. And I'm going to see if we can make that person you. I'm going to see if we can get you in contact with Kamala Harris. In the meantime, I, I just want to apologize again for uh, missing the question to you last week. If you're still up to it, I, I still have a question for you. So, Colo Stolos, my question to you is, do you fall in love with every woman we mention on this podcast? And can I introduce you to my supervisor at work? Her name is Karen. Our next question comes from Ken. This is Ken from just outside of the Beltway in the greater D.C. area, and I was asked who would win the 2020 election. I'm supposed to answer this without pausing, and my answer is Kodos Johnson from The Simpsons. He's mm -hmm. the alien who ran for president a few years ago in a yeah. nightmare uh, on The Simpsons. I was at the Halloween's one, the Nightmare Treehouse thing. Anyway, so Coda Johnson horror, is going to yeah. win the election and then overthrow the entire world. There, I did it without any pause. Wow. Wow. Uh, yes, thank you for the answer, Ken. I, I did not know that Kodos had a last name, let alone that it was Johnson, Kodos Johnson. I do vaguely remember that uh, Treehouse Horror, though. I remember him saying, or what, it was either him or his brother, saying abortions for some, miniature American flags for others. And everybody cheered. Everybody was happy with that answer. So, uh, yeah. Thank you for the prediction, Ken. You did not pause at all. I did uh, take note of that. And that's good because this episode is running fairly long this week. So thank you very much for that. Hey, let's move on to a little thing we like to call the news. <laughs> So again, normally during this time, I would be talking about the debate that happened this week, but it did not happen this week. But you know what did happen? What did happen is that Apple announced the new iPhone. Actually, they announced like four new iPhones. They announced the iPhone 12. Boom. Who would have saw that coming? Who would have saw that name coming? Not me. They announced the iPhone 12. They announced the iPhone 12 Junior which is the smaller iPhone 12. They announced the iPhone uh, 12 Professional, 
which is the uh, it has an extra camera on it. And then they announced the iPhone 12 Professional Senior, which has the extra camera, but it's also like uh, 16 inches big. It's pretty much the size of a iPad mini. And they all come in different colors. So if you want all the colors, you're going to have to fork out several, 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 several thousand dollars. So last month, we covered Apple's uh, big Nintendo Direct, where they talked about the new Apple Watch and the, the new Apple iPads. And they said that, guess what? We're going greener. We're not going to include any way to charge your new device because you probably already have a bunch of old charging cables lying around. So, so fuck off. Right. Oh, did I mention that this episode is going long and we're, we're not censoring this week? We're, 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 we're living up to our explicit tag. So I apologize if uh, any of your, your younglings, your young Padawans are around and hearing the, the swears. Or, you know, you're yourself. If you're a better person than me. If you're a better person than me and you're like, oh, my ears. I apologize. I apologize for the swears. But like I said, we're going long. And it's already very late. It's already very late. And it's only going to get later. It only gets later. That, that could be a tagline. That could be some kind of catchphrase. It only gets later. Anyway, point is, Apple said, yeah, we're, we're, we're not including the chargers. And that's just being cool. We're doing the right thing. So with the iPhone 12, Apple said that not only... Will they not give you anything to charge this thing with? But they also aren't going to give you any headphones anymore either. And that was kind of their thing. They said, hey, like it's not even something to brag about that they give you a charger. But they're like, hey, here's some headphones. And then Samsung, who's just notorious for just trying to ape all the the shit that Apple does. And, you know, they've kind of uh, forged their own path as well. And Apple kind of copies some of the stuff they do now. But... Samsung, no doubt, they were giving me headphones because Apple was giving other people headphones. And so Samsung, they're probably not going to have any kind of auxiliary port in their next uh, Galaxy phone. And they're probably not going to include any headphones. So thanks, Apple. Thank you for uh, leading the way. And Apple's reasoning for not uh, including headphones or or charging cables is that it's more environmentally friendly to not give you anything to to charge your phone with they said that this is like taking over 400,000 cars off of the road but they said something similar last month as well from what I remember and correct me if I'm wrong correct me if I'm just not understanding if I just don't get it but this seems like a weird thing to brag about to me. Because the way I understand it is that's 400,000 cars that Apple would have put on the road, right? So they're kind of just bragging about polluting less than they used to. Hey, check this out. That's 400,000 cars we did not put on the road ourselves. So they're bragging about it. And, you know, it's fine with me. It's fine with me. They're right. They're right. I don't even own an iPhone. But I still have, like, two lightning cables. That's what they're called, right? Lightning cables. I still have two modern iPhone chargers. But 
if I was a first-time iPhone user, I think I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed because Apple charges at least $30 for that shit. At least. But anyway, like I said, I don't have an iPhone. I just watch these for fun. But every time I watch an Apple Nintendo Direct, I feel like shit. I'm not going to lie. I feel I feel bad about myself because Apple Apple lives in Silicon Valley, right? They're constantly showing off the Apple headquarters. Like they can't stop showing it off. They spent so much money on this thing. They can't stop showing off Apple headquarters. It's this huge facility, huge property, this giant donut building and the rainbow structure and drones or drone cameras and blah, 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 blah. They can't stop showing it off because they spent so much money on it, right? So that they're all up, they're all up the Silicon Valley ass. It's huge. It's amazing. And Anytime during an Apple Nintendo Direct, anytime they show off a potential or probable Apple customer, this person or people, they always live in a giant house with curtains that raise whenever you, you say a haiku to your window in, in, in the morning. like I, I wish I could, could just come up with a haiku on the fly, but that's the way they present these things. That's the way they present these things. Do any of you guys listening... Do any of you have curtains that just raise on their own? I doubt it. I doubt it. You know, unless you're listening to this in the future when we have our 8 billion potential uh, listenership, in which case we have a lot of big ballers listening to the show. Congratulations. Thank you very much. We would love your sponsorship or, you know, your, your donations to our future Patreon. So, yeah, I feel like shit when I, when I watch these things. Uh, they have the, the self-raising curtains. The, the kitchens are the size of a, a whole studio apartment. The families, they all look like they don't have a care in the world. They also don't look like they really love each other. That's a whole separate thing. But they seem like they don't, they, they're do not they not bothered by anything. Everything is great because they're filthy rich, clearly. But they don't know that they're filthy rich. They don't really understand how much better they're doing than the rest of uh, society. What I'm trying to say here is that I want to live in the house that Apple thinks that I live in. I really don't know anybody with an iPhone that is this well off. Nobody. But again, I don't I don't live in Silicon Valley. But what I've also I mean, I do have family that lives in Northern California and I do know lots of people that, that actually work up there. But most people aren't doing that well. Even the people that live there, like they're doing better off than most of us. But because of the cost of living up there, it's you know, they're 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 still about on parity, maybe a little better. Because they're they're programming big shots. I don't know. I don't know. I, I my point is I just don't know anybody with an iPhone that is as happy as they present on these Nintendo Directs. So that's your news for the week. That's your news. Apple revealed a new iPhone. It's like ten times better than their last iPhone. I'm not gonna lie. It actually it did seem like a big step up, except for the freaking notch. I can't. <sighs> I can't forgive the notch. I still don't forgive the notch. The notch is not acceptable, and I'm glad that uh, Android phones have stopped trying to imitate it largely. You know, uh, they're more trying to imitate Samsung's uh, cut-out whole camera, which still, I don't, I'm not a big fan of, but I'll take that over a freaking notch. I don't like the notch, okay? I don't like the notch. So, yeah, I think it's a, a it looks like an amazing phone otherwise. And I hope, I hope that, uh, I hope they get you, you. You get the new one. 
get the new iPhone, or you might as well not even have a phone. That's your news for the week. Oh, hey, uh, check this out. We got a voicemail from uh, Mr. Devin himself. Why don't we go ahead and play that? Hello, Chris to Chris. This is Devin. Hey, Devin. And I'd like to answer your question. You asked me that in Rugrats Season 3, Episode 26, Mm -hmm. the Passover episode or something. Something. They use babies instead of Jews. And then you asked me a question, but I want to talk about this babies in place of Jews. I want to know what problem you have with the Jews. Mm -hmm. Are you talking about grape Jews or strawberry Jews or orange Jews? I need to know. And I need to know why you don't like that one. As for your question, you asked me, is it pronounced herb or herb? Well, I prefer herb, but I'm pretty sure in England they also say herb because they put the word an instead of a before words that start with H, I've discovered recently. I don't know why they do that. It's really annoying because H is a consonant. But herb, herb is my preferred. And I'd say that Rugrats told it better. It was a little bit more biblically accurate. I've read the accounts from Exodus many times. Uh, but I, I think babies do a better job than cartoons because cartoons aren't real, but babies are. All right. Peace. <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much for the voicemail, Devin. There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, first of all, my least favorite juice is probably tomato juice for our international listeners that would be tomato juice like the whole slap your friend's forehead because they didn't have a v8 don't slap my forehead you'll you'll get socked in the jaw so i'm not a fan of uh tomato juice i do love grape juice though which is just as healthy for you don't look that up it's just true i, I love grape juice i used to buy the the two packs of it the two packs of the big bottles from costco I'd uh, stick one of them in the fridge, just uh, pull it out, drink it straight from the bottle in my college days. It's great, good times. Uh, but as far as the whole juice thing, uh, did I ever tell the story of Juice for Jesus on uh, on this show? I can't remember. That's why I need a better producer than Mike, because he barely pays attention to the show, and I don't even want to bother asking him, because he'll be freaking useless. So I'll just tell the story real quick, the abridged version of it. Once upon a time, once upon a time, uh, I was probably 13, 14 years old, 12, 12 to 14 years old. And the church we were going to at the time had an event. It was called, like, they announced it during the Sunday sermon. Like, hey, don't forget to uh, be here on Wednesday night for our Juice for Jesus, our Juice for Jesus, like. And my mom was like, we're, we're, we're going to that, by the way. Like she told us the night before or whatever. We're going to the Juice for Jesus event. And like, all right, you know, I'm a kid. Like I don't really have much control over that situation. I don't, I don't, I wasn't a big fan. Like I would have probably much rather enjoyed just uh, watching cartoons, playing video games, something, doing anything else than going to church on a, a Wednesday night in uh, i'm assuming it was the summer maybe it wasn't i don't know it was some some time some time of the year i hope that's specific enough for you and we get there and i remember being in like the front row the first or second row 
And this guy comes up and he starts telling a story, this Jewish guy. And he's just telling the story, his long story about his life. He seemed like a very affable, nice guy. And he keeps going and he starts using the phrase Jews for Jesus. Jews for Jesus. And he'd be talking about being on the street, uh, handing out cards or pamphlets to people talking about Jews for Jesus. He was giving this out to his fellow Jews, hoping to convert them to Jesus. And I swear, it was like an hour, hour and a half in. And the whole time I'm thinking, when do we get the juice? This is this is juice for Jesus. I, like I thought we were at least getting juice. And it, it wasn't until he started talking about handing out the Jews for Jesus pamphlets that it hit me like, oh, 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 oh. We're not getting juice at all. This is about Jewish people that are in favor of the story of Jesus. So that's my uh, my Jews for Jesus story, the abridged version of it. And honestly, that's the, the highlights. But yeah, long story short, I didn't get any juice that night. No, no uh, grape juice, no cranberry, orange, lemon, lime. Not even, not even prune juice, not even, oh, whoa, sorry, I hit the mic pretty hard there. Not even uh, V8, like we just didn't get any juice that night. So I, I, I just wanted to make that clear, that I'm still thirsty. But Devin, as far as the Rugrats are concerned, I do agree with you. You know, the Brits, from what I understand, actually, I watched a, I follow a couple YouTube channels that talk about the comparisons or the differences between America and Britain. And one of them, one of the videos I watched was about word pronunciations. And I think he disagreed with you, actually. I think he said that they say herb. Herb. Either way, I agree with you that I prefer herb. And I haven't seen the Prince of Egypt in probably like 20 years at least, but I do remember liking it. And I think you're right. I think you're right. The Rugrats episode is probably more accurate, including when Angelica, the Pharaoh, Angelica the Pharaoh, she picks up a 20th century telephone and calls her dad, who is in the 20th century. I felt I felt like that was still accurate. So uh, thank you for the great voicemail, Devin. Thank you for the great voicemail, Ken and Mr. Colos Dolos. Hey, Del. Uh, go ahead and tell the listeners how they can leave us a message on this show for themselves. Leave us a message. Call 909-486-3673 and talk to us with your mouth. Thank you very much, Del. Thank you very much. Yes, you guys can leave us a voicemail. And if it's, you know, it could be a question, it could be a comment, concern, criticism, we'll probably play it. And we'll probably reply to it. Hey, Del, since you're talking, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. That's right. Thank you very much, Del. Our first question comes from Ken. Our, our questions actually, do they all come from Ken? We have uh, questions from Ken and Ken. So this is going to be a Ken Blitz. 
And to be fair, we also got uh, some great voicemails. But if, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. But this is our Ken Blitz of listener questions. Ken asks, what NFL team best describes your mood right now? Ken, I'm friends with a, a Falcons fan on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And every week, every week, he goes on this tweet storm about how, how terrible the Falcons are. Right now, as of this episode, I believe they're 0-5. And, and normally, I would just say the Falcons describe my mood right now. But I have a three-day weekend this week. I have a three-day weekend. I'm off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And the Raiders are 3-2. and two. So the Raiders currently describe my mood. Thank you for the question, Ken. Next question comes from Ken. Ken says, uh, what does he say? Uh, Ken says, what is your favorite breed of dog? Please don't mention the name of the breed, but describe it when answering this question. Okay. Okay. Ken, you might as well have asked me what my favorite race of people is. This is really hard to choose. Because I feel bad for pugs. Because they're just a result of generations and generations and generations of inbreeding. Pugs can barely breathe out of their own head because of their flat faces. And they are ranked as one of the dumbest dog breeds. They're... The Google search I did on this said that they were 108th out of 138. That's bad. It's pretty bad. You know, it's not the worst, but it's pretty bad. And I got to assume the reason for that is because people are forcing their pugs to bang their pug sisters and brothers. And to be fair, I do think they're cute, but I do feel very bad for them. I used to really want a pug, uh, back in the day and yeah i don't know our next question comes from oh actually uh you asked me for my favorite dog breed right without actually naming the breed itself all right uh let me describe it my favorite dog breed would wear a lab coat if it was a person and that coat could be any color. It could be gold. It could be black. Whatever, right? And this dog might have had a grandma that spent a wild night or two with a Doberman or a Shepherd. So maybe it had pointy ears. And his other grandma might have spent some nights with a Rottweiler and an Irish Setter and etc. etc. So this dog is eclectic. He comes from a rich background. And I prefer this kind of dog. But it's just a... It's just a, a, a mutter of personal preference. We'll say that. Thank you for the question, Ken. Our next question comes from Ken. He says, Why did the author of Fifty Shades of Grey ignore the other 206 shades of grey? Okay. Just to be clear, I have not read Fifty Shades of Grey, but from my understanding, the author is kind of, I don't want to say dumb, but ellipses, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, E.L. James, that's her name, E.L. James? I, I, hope, I hope she's a fan of the show, but she seems to use words that she does not fully comprehend the, the actual meaning or definition of. 
which is very, that's very facetious of her. So I'm going to assume that she did not include the other 206 shades of gray because she's either, you know, kind of dumb or maybe she's colorblind. Colorblind. Thanks for the question. Uh, Ken also asks, could you ask Devin to call in and leave a voicemail next week? Well, Devin, I know you did it. I know you did it already. But the more the merrier. Ken would like me to ask you to leave a voicemail next week. So, Devin, could you leave a voicemail next week? And if you know any moms at all, it would be great if they left a voicemail as well. Thanks for the question, Ken. Ken's final question is, is it okay if I ask a question I've asked before? Ken, normally I would say absolutely not. We're running well over an hour at this point. But I'm feeling generous today, uh, Ken, so go for it. Ask, ask the question that we've already heard. Much appreciated. As always, you guys can ask us questions anytime on our Facebook, on our Twitter, at Uploaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. This is a, a fun show. And I don't feel like I should have to say that to you. This is fun. You're having a good time. You're having a good time. Force your friends and family to have a good time as well. Uh, last week we asked on our Twitter, and we totally screwed the pooch on this, but last week we asked, uh, have you been paying your child support? Messed up. For some reason the, the poll ended like in five hours or a day or something. I don't know. But everybody said, uh, what are you, a cop? And then the poll closed. We uh, did not get time to run a full poll. And so that's on that's on Mike. I was going to say that's on me, but that's on Mike. That sounds right. That's on Mike. Uh, so, yeah, we'll ask another question. This week's poll asks a question. And just follow us. Follow us at Up and Loaded. Follow us on uh, Twitter, on Facebook, on Instant Graham Cracker. It'll probably be on Twitter. It could be on Facebook. I don't know. Just follow us on all three to be sure. Follow us on the social medias. We would love to uh, have you stalk us. That would be great. Um, Dell. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell them something? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook for your mom. Thank you, Dell. Yes, uh, it would be wonderful if your mom listened to this show as well. Or, you know, at least, if she, at the very least, if she was a, a fan of it, if she liked and followed our pages on uh, Facebook, Twitter. If your mom has a Twitter, great. If she hasn't, here's the thing. I know your mom probably has a Facebook and she probably has an Instagram. It's just statistically the case, right? So, if your mom goes to the bathroom, she leaves her phone there, maybe it's unlocked, maybe you know the password, you just uh, open that thing up, open up the Facebook, type up and load it real quick, hit the like button, open up the Instagram, type at up and loaded, hit the follow button, then you close both apps, or just go back to the home screen. None the wiser. I'm not encouraging that. I would never say to do that. I would never tell you to do that. But if it happened, what's the worst that could happen? Anyway, uh, don't forget to subscribe to this show yourself. Anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We would love that. This has been quite a long episode of Chris to Chris. We went from cutting it down a lot last week to really overstaying our welcome. But I hope you had a good time. I know I did. I know Mr. Michael did. I know Mr. Delsif did. Del, is that your full name, Delsif? I don't think it is. Anyway, uh, this has been episode 102 of Chris to Chris. Go ahead and do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else. <laughs>